From Sales Loft Podcast, it's No Nonsense Sales with your tour guide through the alphabet wilderness of sales jargon, Tom Boston. Well, listeners, have I got a treat for your ears this week. Welcome back to No Nonsense Sales. We like to get to the root of the sales jargon on this show, really try to understand what certain sales phrases and cliches actually mean. Every week, I'm joined by a top mind in sales, and together, we tackle the biggest nonsense terms in sales. But not just that, we do it all in alphabetical order, because salespeople, famously known for being unorganised, all over the place, I'm trying to set the record straight with my neatly alphabetised podcast. We're on the letter W, which in the world of sales nonsense stands for warm calling. You might have heard this phrase before, but what is it and how can sellers get it right? This phrase was born out of how hard cold calling is, which I can say firsthand is really, really hard. Hello, stranger. Would you like a demo of my product or service? No, thanks. Don't call me again and get a real job. Nobody wants that. So warm calling is the opposite of that. Actually doing some groundwork, some research and being familiar to your prospects before the call, not calling out of the blue. We don't want to call out of the blue, wherever the blue is. We don't want to be there. We want to call and just have a great conversation. So my guest this week is certainly known for his ability to talk the talk. He's one of the most well-respected salespeople in the SaaS space, and he's really good at building rapport with prospects and having warm conversations. I know this because I used to sit opposite him. We just so happened to start our sales loft journeys together as the founding members of the EMEA SDR team. We were the dream team, me and Jack. Uh, No one ever called us that. Maybe more like the odd couple. But he's on the show because he spent years honing his craft. And I want him to share his techniques with you all on how to have better conversations on the phone. So first question for Jack. Why do people hate cold calls? If we even break it down, I think cold call is like a nice way that we as sales reps put it. It, it, It's otherwise known as like an unsolicited call. It's like quite a dirty term, isn't it? But they're sort of the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, Or cold call, we like warm call because we're doing research, right? But you're calling someone that you've never spoken to before to sell them something in our case that they probably, in most cases, have never even heard of when we're selling software. So I think it's the same way when you get called out of the blue by any service, you know, the instant reaction is, it's not as if in a buying proposal, I go to a shop and I go to, okay, let's say Primark or TK Maxx, and I'm going to buy clothes. That's like me going inbound, right? You don't ever have just shops randomly turning up at your door being like, yeah, you need to buy this thing. I've never heard of you. You don't know what I need. And you know, and that's why I think to just like finalize this, I've always had this, like obsession and this I don't know magical thing with a cold call and anytime I speak to other sales reps I'm like you have literally called someone who's never spoken to you before who's never heard of you or your company in most cases and off the back of a 10 to 15 minute call they have got more time for you and then later down the line might have even bought that service bought your service which we'll talk about later i just think that that's mental isn't it just as a concept (laughs) 
Well, it's exciting. I mean, you find it really exciting, which is <laughs> one of the reasons I got you on the show, right? Yeah. Because I've seen you get fired up and excited by cold calls. Uh, me, not so much. You know, one of the reasons I leaned into social so much is because I wanted to make cold calls a little bit easier. Mm. Um, but let, let's focus on the phone, right? So if you've got someone listening who who is kind of heavy on the phone and that's a big part of their day, what are some of your tips to help them improve their cold calls? Great. I personally am not a big fan of permission-based openers. Can I have 25 seconds of your time? Can I have 15 seconds of your time? I tried it and it didn't work for me. And I think that's the beauty of like cold calling. There isn't a proven way where you do, you say this, you do this and you do this and you book a meeting. It doesn't happen. Everyone is different. Everyone, every prospect is different how they do it. Find what works best for you. So, you know, I personally would always open with telling them my name, um, telling them where I'm calling them from and telling the reason why I'm calling straight out of the bat. Personally, I would then ask for time early on in the call. And then I would objection handle after that. That's the way that worked for me. So be like, hey, it's Jack calling from Sales Loft. The reason why I've called you is X, Y, Z. Like, it'd be great to run you through how I think we can help you with the business. And quite a lot of the time, you know, sometimes you'd be like, yeah, great. Okay, cool. That, that was a good reason for you calling. I'll have a meeting. Or then they'd be like, hey, Jack, we've got no budget. Hey, you know, send me an email, et cetera. And then you objection handle from there. So what I'm hearing, Jack, is honesty, mm. right? Which is not something associated to salespeople. Uh, and I think that like when you're calling someone, if you're asking for 27 seconds or you're trying to say the magic words to get them to listen, all they want to hear is why are you calling? What what's the reason? So I love the idea of putting that right at the top of your of your opening. That's that's great. Now, um, if we if we focus on warm calling, then which is this idea of yeah, as you talked about there, research and kind of not just randomly picking someone to try to to sell to. Uh, do you think it's a good idea to have familiarity with your prospects before getting on the phone with them? It's the number one thing that you need to do before you make a cold call is to research. Um, and I think the important thing here is really understand the challenges that you help solve and potentially able be able to give your customer like a scenario where you've helped someone similar to that, you know, hey, these are the challenges we, you know, you're trying to resonate with the customer. Hey, People in your position, you know, face this challenge. Does that resonate with you? We help customers do that. It's like a really easy, I know that's not like a great example, but it's a really easy way of doing it. Understand what your customer does. So in our self at, at Sales Loft, every time I go in before an account, when I research it, who do they sell? What do they sell? And how do they sell it? And based off that, I'll form my own hypothesis about how we as a business help. And everyone can have their own hypothesis that they would do before going into a meeting. I generally, my rule of thumb would be to personalize always at a business level now than at a personal level. I think times have changed. So many sales reps, you know, you'll stand out more if you can link it back to business challenges that you help solve rather than, hey, I saw the, this, you did this in your personal life. Do you want a meeting with SalesLoft? Yeah, I, I like that a lot. I mean, what's the best place for a seller to 
to kind of do that research then if they're looking for business challenges specifically? And what have you, you used in the past? Yeah, I think historic CRM notes that you have, LinkedIn sales navigator page or just LinkedIn page and the company website. Those are the three critical things, I think, you know, have they ever have that contact ever had previous correspondence with your company? Have you had old opportunities with them that you could potentially reference? One, what does that customer do and how could you benefit them? That's the website. And then anything personal that you can link based on their job description on their LinkedIn uh, on a personal persona based level. How do you think sellers can get that balance right of of, yeah, doing a lot of research on a business and, and kind of understanding their needs, but not coming across as, well, I know everything about kind of what you do. Do you know what? This is a crazy stat. Uh, I sat down with um, Zach, who is our sales enablement manager, and we did like an AE power hour last Thursday of cold calling. And he was like, how many cold calls do you think you've made, Jack? And I'm 28, so I'm not even like a, an old experienced sales rep. Maybe I am showing a few wrinkles around my eyes. Um, and I was like, oh, I calculated, I think I've made about 20,000 uh, cold calls. I was like, that's mental. How much of my life have I spent doing that? And my big advice to everyone is like, there is no scripted written rule that this works, do this, do this. Find out what works for you. Find out your own way of doing it, and then you'll be successful. 20,000 uh, calls. You know, I knew you'd be the man for the job for this particular episode, but I, I completely agree with you, right? If you if you find a technique that works, like for me, leaning heavily into personalization on the prospect did mm. seem to kind of create a connection. But I agree with you. If your buyer maybe wants to know more about the research you've done on their business and they want to get to the to the kind of nitty gritty, especially if you've called them out of the blue, okay, Tom, well, why are you actually calling? It's good to have that in there. Like you said at the top of this podcast. Now, Jack, you make a lot of calls right but i've worked with you you also make a lot of videos and one of the things that you're great at is creating a video for someone to make sure that they're aware of who you are and bring your personality to life um for our listeners what's the best way that they can utilize video to make their cold calls a little bit easier great question um i personally in my cadence or sequence lead with Vidyard and LinkedIn before I end up cold calling because I think the cold call gives me something to fall back on you know if it's starting to go badly and it also I have already done my research and sent them an email in a Vidyard so I'm well aware when I make that cold call the reason why I'm calling and I've already done my research to it best tips for video prospecting keep it short I don't 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 send prospects videos for over a minute. And the same goes for sending LinkedIn voice notes. You know, if I get a voice note on WhatsApp from one of my friends over over a minute long, sorry for any friends listening, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I've got to listen to this, put it on two times speed. So the same is for Vidyard, you know, right? And I always learned this from Morgan Ingram. This is like a process I still do now that I learned from him three years, three, three and a half years ago, maybe now, 2019. Uh, 15 by 15. 15 by 15 by 15. Try and break your video down into those. 15 second intro, give the reason why you're reaching out. 15 second value propers to why sales off can buy your company in your scenario can help benefit that 15 minute, call, a 15 second call to action. Love that. Short and sweet, right? And it's it's that mindset like you talked about, right? Your prospects might not feel like they've got three and a half minutes to watch a video. 
But yeah, they've probably got 30 seconds, 45 seconds to to give that a whirl. And now, as well, Tom, on that, that's why it relates back into the cold call. When you send a vidyard, cut the waffle at the beginning. Hey, Tom, you're the brand awareness manager at Sales Loft. The reason I'm reaching out is, you know, straight into it with the reason why you're reaching out. Cut the waffle. I like that. Yeah, that sounds that could, that could be a good T-shirt. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of our listeners will get that right. They'll they'll think about their cold calls and maybe the stuff they've done in the past. Yeah, could I just get to the point, right? And I, and I think in 2023, that seems to be a key theme, right? Get to the point. Just what you know, cut the waffle. What are you calling for? Now, um, the way that we end each podcast, Jack, and we've not spoke about this yet, so we're, I'm kind of hearing this for the first time. I get people to bring in a song and I cover the song uh, on, on the show, much to the dismay of, of the listeners. So could you please share with me your, your pump up song, a song that you might put on to get you excited for some calls? This is a joke that I also have with a colleague. It must have been for many years ago, but and I have no idea why, but Space Jam, the theme song in, are you ready for this? There classic. you go. Yeah, a classic movie, a classic song, and uh, I look forward to having it on the show. So, Jack, thanks so much for joining me on No Nonsense Sales. Appreciate you. It's a pleasure. Thanks for inviting me on, Tom. Thank you. Thank you so much. So kind. Wow, what a great, what a great room. This is a pleasure. Thank you. Please take your seat. This is my version of a great, a great song. This is a song called Get ready and uh, i hope you i hope you enjoy this you're ready for this to hear this track sang in full as it was meant to be sung by the original artist you can check it out now on the no nonsense sales playlist which is now on spotify and don't forget to subscribe to the No Nonsense Sales Podcast on your favourite podcast player or by visiting salesloft.com slash podcast. Podcast.